Hey, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to, to a Community of Principles podcast, a conversation to support leaders. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin. Now, let's get this started. Here we go again. I am excited to be back with the Community of Principles podcast. Uh, this week, we have with us Kelly Buckmaster, and I am excited to have Kelly on and find out a little bit more about her. Before we jump into Kelly, a couple things. First of all, you have probably noticed that the uh, changing calendar has also meant the change in weather, and it's getting colder outside. So I'm just going to give a shout out to all of my fellow principals out there in Michigan that are dealing with the changing temperatures. Bundle up, stay warm, and get outside to recess because it makes such a huge impact when you're outside with the kids and spending that time with them. But make sure you got your hat and gloves, mittens, all that stuff, and snow pants are recommended, especially in Michigan. So without any further ado, way up north in Cadillac, welcome Kelly Buckmaster. Hello, good to be here. So Kelly, we're in season number two of the Community of Principles podcast, and the format is eight questions in eight minutes. Are you ready for this? I'll give it my best shot. Okay, good deal. Well, first off, Kelly, could you explain to everyone, tell us a little bit about your journey to your current spot, and when you're explaining that journey, if you could also even tell us a little bit about your school. Okay, so I actually started off as a secondary teacher. So I taught eighth grade for four years and then I taught high school. And so my last teaching job was teaching high school seniors. And I took on a lot of leadership roles within that position, um, school improvement chair, those kind of things. And so when I saw an opportunity for a principal position in the same district come up, even though it was elementary, I went for it. And I got that position, which made me see how much I really love you know, all different levels in education. And I worked in a three, five building. And then I was moved to another building and I was a K2 principal and preschool program director, title one director. And most recently I was hired to work at a school that was labeled a priority school. So I work at Kenwood Elementary in Cadillac and I've been here for six years. And we made our way off of the priority list. We have amazing staff and amazing students, and we've worked on building culture in our school and relationships to help make that turnaround happen. Well done. Nice job. And what a great journey that you've had. I mean, you've had truly just about everything. You've got uh, you've got the high school aspect in there. You've got the Title I, the Priority School, 3-5, K-2, and you're also out there sharing some great things about your staff as well. So that is fantastic. I, I love hearing that journey. Have you always been in Cadillac? I actually uh, was born and raised in Cadillac. And then after graduating college, my husband, he's a teacher, and he got his first teaching job downstate in the Thumb area in North Branch, Michigan. And so we lived there for uh, four years and then wanted to come home and be by family in the lakes and miss Northern Michigan. So opportunities came up and we took them. Wow. Very cool. Okay. Let's go in a slightly different direction. Kelly, I'm very curious where you go with this one. What are two things most people don't know about you? The first thing that most people don't know about me that I'm a closet control freak. My staff and students would think I'm pretty laid back and relaxed, but I really like things to go my way. So it's been a challenge for me as a leader to see others lead and 
watch opportunities unfold and kind of let things evolve naturally. Um, the second thing people don't know about me, maybe I'm kind of an introvert when I'm at home. I like to just tuck in my couch and read a good book by myself and have a lot of quiet time. And my personality when I'm at work and out and about wouldn't show that. Huh. Introvert and a closet control freak. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> like don't and put it, that on resume, right? <laughs> Those are, but you know what? I bet I would imagine as people listen to this episode, they are going to understand and relate to those things. You know, I, I think to myself, there's a lot of parts of me that are definitely introverted because, you know, there gets to be a time where where I just need some quiet and some solitude. So I feel I feel like there's stretches of the day with that I definitely am an introvert, and then there's also stretches I become an extrovert. So it's um almost having that dual role. So I I can definitely relate. It's finding that balance for yourself, right? I agree. I agree. Okay, let's keep it moving. Next question. An issue, and and so Kelly, you don't have to fix this issue, but I'm very curious to see which one you bring up. What is one issue in education that you would love to see fixed? Something that I'm passionate about is acknowledging the need for social emotional learning and hopefully having teachers understand how they can incorporate that along with their curriculum. I feel like my building, um, we've gotten to that point and we do a really good job. It's always an ongoing, you know, reflection piece that we have to do. But, but first you have to get to the kids at their heart. And once they know that you love them and you will, you're there for them and you're a safe place for them, I think then you can really reach them and get them to do amazing things. Agree. Completely agree. And I think just to kind of expand on that a little bit, I would agree with you that the social emotional side is clearly on the rise. We're, we're not, I don't think we will ever have a point where we think that that's not a priority. Um, social emotional peace, whole child is is so critical. Our The students that are coming to us right now are coming with just a, a very vast and very, very big variety of needs. So I, I applaud you with that outlook. And, and you know what, it sounds like from the sounds of it, that you are making strides in Cadillac. So, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to fix it, but you may be called upon to try to help, help it. And that's fine by me because that's something I really believe in. And I'm inspired to help others see things through that lens as well. And I think it helps people, it takes some of the pressure off of of the academic, the constant academic and the rigor, because we can go ahead and, and get there when we build those relationships with kids and help their social emotional learning along. Mm -hmm. Yep. Agree. Okay. So we, we are past halfway. In fact, I think we got three to go. So here we go. Next one, Kelly, what is the best advice you've ever received? Okay. So I, when I first became the principal of a K2 building, with almost 300 kids under the age of eight. And I was, you know, previously a high school senior English teacher. One of my mentors was my superintendent or former superintendent, Cindy O'Brien, and she's a MEMSPA member. So I don't know if you know her or not. She saw my face when I was in the lobby. I don't think it was lunchtime or some transition time. And she asked me how it was going. And I didn't really have a word for her. I couldn't even tell her. And she told me, just make friends with this feeling because it's not going to go away. So sometimes when I, I think of that, when I have a challenge that I'm facing, that, okay, this is okay to, be, to feel a little chaotic and to feel like you don't know what's going on, just make friends with it and um, 
Yep. That's my Cindy O'Brien advice that I take with me. Wow. That happens. That happens to me every day. I will right. we'll make friends with the feeling. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great advice. Hopefully I get to see her at uh, MEMSPA this year and I can say that to her. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. So we got two to go. Let's think along the lines of food. So you've probably been to a wedding before. Uh, my question to you is you go to a wedding, you get your choice. Um, typically chicken or fish is on the menu. Which one are you picking? That's an easy choice for me. I would choose the fish. I don't know how to prepare fish and I don't normally purchase fish. So when I go out somewhere, if that's an option, I always would take that as an option. Awesome. I'm a big fish fan too. Do you have a, do you have a favorite fish? Salmon. Yeah. Yeah. I I love it. Absolutely love it. My husband. Okay. But I don't like the smell of it cooking nor the process. So. The process. Yeah, I am not a process person. I like it if somebody will will do it for me. So good to know. Hey, thanks for sharing that. Okay, we got one last question. And and to me, this is probably the most meaningful one. Kelly, I would imagine somebody saw leadership qualities in you before you saw them in yourself. And so the question is, who who saw those leadership qualities in you? And if you could say something to that person, what would you say? I think that's the same person who gave me advice. So that's Cindy O'Brien. And she was my superintendent when I was a teacher. And she, you know, encouraged me to take part in different grant opportunities and school improvement leadership opportunities and supported me when I had different ideas. So I definitely appreciate that. And she set a wonderful example of a strong woman in leadership who was sensitive to listening to others but also, you know, a strong advocate for what she believed in. Excellent. And you know what? I I think that you've definitely taken a page out of her book and and I am glad that she nudged you she nudged you into leadership because, you know, Kelly, I've I've watched from afar and I've also watched you up at Memspa and and I love what you just said there about um, being a strong woman in leadership because we need so many more strong leaders whether it's male, female, and you definitely embody that from the female side. And I just, I appreciate you and I, and I see the great things that you're doing and I applaud you and I hope you keep them up. So thanks again for coming on the podcast. Uh, hopefully it was painless. It was absolutely painless. Thank you for making it so easy. Good deal. Well, I look forward to bumping into you up in Traverse City at the Memspa Conference. Other than that, please, everybody, as you check out the the season two podcast of the Community of Principles podcast, we'd love to get your, just get your input. Uh, use the hashtag Memspa, hashtag Memspa chat. Tell us about some of these some of these episodes. What did you take away from them? And the other thing that we would also love is if you've got a suggestion for me on somebody that uh, that really would be an excellent person to talk to, I would love to hear your thoughts on that too. So thanks again, Kelly, and I will see you in just a few weeks. Thank you. Look forward to that. Well, thanks again to our guest. Let's continue to connect and, and reflect because that's what leaders do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to check out hashtag MemspaChat Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find more leadership tools at memspa.org.